Section 5 of Mount Rushmore National Memorial. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Laszlo Beauregard. Mount Rushmore National Memorial by Various. The Antiquity of Mount Rushmore by the late Joseph P. Connolly, President, South Dakota School of Mines. At the Battle of the Pyramids, Napoleon is reported to have exhorted his men by saying, Soldiers, from these pyramids, forty centuries look down upon you. From the standpoint of human history, four thousand years represents great antiquity indeed. But as one gazes upon the rugged slopes of Mount Rushmore, he is face to face with antiquity beside which the age of the Egyptian pyramids seems but a moment. How old is the granite of Rushmore? We have a yardstick by which we can measure that quite accurately. Not far from the mountain, in a subsidiary mass of granite, there was found a few years ago a small piece of coal-black lustrous mineral known as pitchblende or uraninite, of which the chief constituent is the heaviest known element, uranium. We know that uranium continually undergoes atomic disintegration, changing at a slow but uniform and measurable rate into lighter elements. The end product of this change is the metal lead. If we submit the specimen of pitchblende to chemical analysis, determine how much lead it contains, how much uranium is still left, it is a comparatively simple calculation to determine from the known rate of change the number of years that have elapsed since the pitchblende came into existence. That experiment has been performed and the result is 1,400,065,000,000 years. Bear in mind that this enormous figure represents the time that has elapsed since the molten rock came to rest at some depth under the surface of the earth and cooled sufficiently to crystallize into granite. It represents the age of solid granite. But although the granite of which the mountain is composed dates back to a period almost inconceivably remote, Mount Rushmore itself is much younger. We know that all of the granite mountains of the southern Black Hills were carved out of the rocks by the process of erosion. Field evidence indicates that fairly early in the tertiary period, approximately 30 million years ago, erosion had carved out the topography of the Black Hills into much of the same stage as we see it today. Perhaps Mount Rushmore was not fully born in that period. Its form may not yet have been completely sculptured under the chisel of time, but we know that its age must be measured in millions of years and not in centuries. Mount Rushmore is a child of weathering and erosion. They brought the mountain into being and gave it form. But those relentless parents will not be content to leave their child as they fashioned it. They will continue their work of disintegration on the surface of the rock and along the cracks until eventually they will completely destroy the mountain they formed. And long before the mountain will have been destroyed, the magnificent carvings of man will disappear. How long, we anxiously ask, will the carvings endure? Two processes will tend eventually to destroy the memorial, chemical weathering and physical disintegration. Chemical weathering will take place very slowly, so slowly that if it were the only destructive process we had to consider, we could with some confidence say that the memorial would endure for hundreds of thousands of years and the process of chemical weathering will probably be impeded by the sculpturing of the memorial. For on the figures, the rock will be smoother. Water will drain off more rapidly instead of penetrating. Lichens and other vegetation will not have as secure a foothold as on the natural face of the rock, and thus will not contribute to so great an extent their destructive acids to such waters as do penetrate. Physical disintegration is somewhat more to be feared. 
This operates in two ways, by exfoliation due to changes in temperature and by frost action. Differential stresses set up by unequal expansion and contraction owing to the poor heat conductivity of granite tend to spall off or exfoliate the surface layers of rock. When water gets into the cracks and pores of the rocks and freezes, it exerts an enormous pressure, a pressure that will spall off flakes and blocks of rock. The artist and his associates, fully aware of this hazard, have guarded against it. All cracks and fissures have been carefully avoided in the sculpturing so far as is possible. Such as have been impossible to avoid are being sealed to prevent the ingress of water, thus inhibiting to a very large extent both frost action and chemical weathering. We have traced in part the geological history of the Mount Rushmore region, hoping that by learning something of its past we may predict something of its future. We see the hazards to which the memorial is exposed. We must frankly recognize them and guard against them so far as possible, as it would be folly to ignore them. If the science of geology can do no more in a practical way for mankind than to point out the dangers and sound warnings, it does a worthwhile service. How long will the memorial last? Geology cannot answer specifically. An eminent geologist has already given as definite an answer as it is possible to give, and I can do no better than to close by quoting from the address given by the late Dr. C. C. O'Hara at the unveiling of the head of Washington. How long will Mount Rushmore last? Many millions of years. The number nobody knows. How long will endure this monumental sculptured figure of the father of our country, which today we unveil? One hundred years? Yes. One thousand years? Yes. A hundred thousand years? In all likelihood, yes. Half a million years? Possibly so. Nobody knows. The time, at any rate, will be long, far longer than we can readily comprehend. And this, doubtless, will abundantly suffice. End of section 5